Welcome to Inside Markets, presented by Jackson Square Capital. Today is Monday, November 13th, 2023. The information provided was compiled intraday. U.S. equities are lower after major indices closed with solid gains on Friday. Mega Cap Tech is mostly lower this morning, and semi-equipment stocks pull back after leading on Friday. MedTech is an area of strength after NVO Select study on GLP-1 cardiovascular outcomes removes an overhang. The outcomes were bullish and better than expected for NVO and Lilly, but investors are choosing to sell the news. Henry Schein is the best-performing stock in the S&P 500 after earnings, and Boeing rallies on positive order headlines out of the Dubai Air Show and hopes for China to resume purchases as a result of this week's APEC summit. Energy is the best-performing sector on higher crude prices, while regional banks, bond proxies, and home builders lag as the bonds consolidate recent gains. Retail is also a source of weakness into October end earnings this week. Treasury yields are slightly higher, with curve steepening. The dollar is a touch firmer versus yen and euro, but weaker versus sterling. Gold is lower, while copper, crude, and natural gas trade higher. It's a relatively quiet session ahead of tomorrow's October CPI report and Wednesday's retail sales number. Friday's equity rally in the face of higher one-year inflation expectations from the Michigan Consumer Survey may suggest the risk and reward for tomorrow's CPI print is skewed to the upside. Today's New York Fed Survey of Consumer Expectations saw a modest decline in one- and five-year inflation expectations. After the close on Friday, Moody's lowered its U.S. outlook to negative from stable. Over the weekend, House Speaker Johnson unveiled a two-step continuing resolution, which is expected to be voted on as early as tomorrow. An agreement needs to be reached by Friday at midnight to avoid a government shutdown. It's important to note that a shutdown leaves open many essential government facets and should not be conflated with the debt ceiling or sovereign default concerns earlier this year. The largest concern is the delayed publishing of important government data. Elsewhere, the ECB's De Guindos warned that eurozone inflation may temporarily rebound. Japan PPI inflation eased more than forecasted, while the chief economist at the Reserve Bank of Australia warned that the inflation fight is likely to be a drawn-out process. Investors will be watching the eurozone unemployment rate and UK CPI reports this week. In addition, China will release October activity data, including fixed asset investment, industrial production, and retail sales tomorrow. Corporate news flow is fairly light, with shares of Monday.com higher after the company beat and raised fiscal year revenue guidance. The earnings focus this week is on retailers, with Walmart, Target, Home Depot, TJX, and Ross giving us updates on the health of the consumer. Many 401k owners know little about the fees they are being charged and the securities they are invested in. To learn more about your 401k and receive an allocation review, email hello at jacksonsquarecap.com. Consensus has headlined CPI for October rising only 0.1% month over month versus 0.4% last month. This would take the year-over-year rate down to 3.3% versus 3.7% in September. Consensus is looking for core CPI to rise to 0.34% month-over-month 
from 0.32% prior, resulting in an unchanged year-over-year rate of 4.1%. The Fed will likely wait for three consecutive months of lower year-over-year headline CPI prints before officially calling an end to the hiking cycle. The soonest we see that happening is in Q1 of 2024, with the March number falling below 3%. The core rate looks like it could fall below 3% in June. The pullback in 10-year Treasury yields stalled out above key technical levels near 4.48%. In price terms, bonds are consolidating recent gains ahead of what looks like a developing bull market. The theme stays intact as long as 10-year yields remain under the 4.8% level. An eventual move through 4.48% would confirm that yields have peaked for the cycle and add conviction to our bullish bond outlook. Unfortunately, a break below 4.48% may require greater deceleration in U.S. growth data and increased probability of recession. Equity markets initially welcomed the pullback in yields, but a significant deceleration in U.S. growth data and negative payroll growth would likely change the dynamic. Bonds in stocks have been positively correlated over the last 18 months. This can happen over short periods of time, but the two asset classes have a negative correlation over the long run. Our bullish outlook for bonds, based on the increased probability for a U.S. recession, would not be bullish for stocks, at least not in the short term. In our opinion, an equity bull market from current levels requires a cyclical recovery, and a cyclical recovery usually requires accommodative monetary policy and expanding money supply. Rising recession risks, lower bond yields, and lower asset prices would likely compel the Fed to ease policy and expand money supply. In the near term, S&P 500 levels near 44.30 will likely cap the yield-induced relief rally. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with friends, family, business associates, or anybody you think can benefit from listening. To learn more about how we apply our insights at Jackson Square Capital, visit us at jacksonsquarecap.com. Investment advisory services are offered through Jackson Square Capital, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. This material is intended for informational purposes only. It should not be construed as legal or tax advice and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified attorney or tax advisor. This information is not an offer or a solicitation to buy or sell securities. The information contained may have been compiled from third-party sources and is believed to be reliable.